eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Cordell, we did offense, defense, special teams. So now let's do coaches. Ooh. And we, we started with the defense. So let's start with offensive. Huh. <laughs> and, and we'll get to head coaching life. I, I don't necessarily have to do special teams coaches. I mean, because... Yeah. we can we can do offense defense head coach let's let's do that um let's start with the uh offense what would you grade the offensive coaches for 2022 yeah i mean how respectable would i be if i gave greg roman more than more than a d Great. I mean, yeah. who can, who can take my my opinion seriously at that point anymore if I did that. So, I mean, the, a D is the ceiling, right? Um, they were still a very good rushing attack, but like I said earlier, I think due to Greg Roman and his too cute play calling at times, it hindered how good of a rushing attack they could be. Um. His situational play calling was arguably some of the worst I've seen in the NFL. Uh, Red zone was not good this year. A lot of reasons due to execution, but a a lot of it due to play calling. Too many times inside the five or inside the 10, they go away from the run game. They go away from their running backs. They did it again in the the playoff game. It's just happened way too many times. And, the guys breaking the huddle at the last second and getting to the line with little to no time on the play clock. And it's too many inexcusable things happen on the offensive side of the ball. I got to give Greg Roman an F this year. I mean, he straight up (laughs) failed. I think he really failed this offense this year. That was not the most talented group, albeit I understand that. But I think that's when coaching has to come into play. And I think that there are moments in 
throughout this season that we could look at issues on this offense and say, okay, that's just a talent issue. I can't necessarily blame Greg Roman for that. That's just a receiver dropping the ball. That's just a quarterback not seeing who's open. That's just a, a guy missing a block or a running back taking a bad hole. Like there have been instances to where we could see that there's just that that's the, on the players for not executing, but way too many times has it been this season that it has been a coaching uh, issue for me. Even if we want to go back to the earlier parts of the season to where they blew some of those leads and albeit they had a lot of, they, they scored, you, you know, 30 points in some of those games that they lost. You're supposed to win those games. The defense was not at its peak early in the season. We'll acknowledge that. But I also think that a part of the problem was the offense kind of taking their foot off the gas and getting complacent and just getting accustomed to just punting or taking field goals instead of continuing to score touchdowns. They could not close out games on the offensive or defensive end of the ball this year. Um, that was a common factor throughout the season. So Greg Roman gets an F for me. I, I just don't think that he did a good job at all. Um, I thought that he was stubborn in some of his game plan decisions. I thought he was just losing his mind with some of the play calls that he made. Just I, You can't explain to me why you think doing a read option with Mark Andrews on three on third and one in the playoffs <laughs> was, a, was a smart idea when you've got two running backs who are averaging over five yards a carry and are begging you to give them the ball. There's nothing more dangerous than a motivated running back in short yardage situations. If you got a running back begging you to give him the ball when it's third and one, give him the ball. It just it, it is mind blowing to me some of the things that he did this year to get in his own way. He he's the he he earned this F this year. I'm gonna give him a D minus. Um, and and because I, at the end of the day, I do, I do think that he still has really good run uh, run concepts. I think that they're great. Um, I, and I, I I don't have too much of an issue with some of his passing concepts. I do have an issue with his his play calling. It's terrible. He does not understand the flow of the game. He doesn't have a feel for the flow of the game. Um, you know, I, I it, it's telling how out of touch he is mm -hmm. on flow of games um and so you know when people say read the room like greg roman does not know how to read the room like at all when it comes to um play calling and it's problematic and now you're at the point where you have guys like jk dobbins speaking up about you know his lack of role and he's not wrong you know i i agree with him in the in the sense of he should be getting the ball inside, you know, anytime they're in the red zone, you got to give your running backs the ball. And, and you know, that's what you brought them back for in terms of, you know, having him activated, having him play, having, you know, after his after he went and got his knees scoped out over these things. So, you know, I agree with you. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very short of giving him an F, but a D minus ain't no better. I mean, I don't think it's passing in most like colleges. If you, if you ask yeah. um, what it, what, what that uh, goes to, I just think that he, he is um, not, uh, he has not done a service to this team. Um, I think that 
at many a times his play calling have been fireable offenses, which is why I don't understand why we haven't heard anything as of yet and what case you could actually make that he deserves to come back. Um, and I think that, you know, his time is up. And and I, I'm not, I have to say this to understand too, Cordell, that Greg Roman has had top, 10 offenses here in Baltimore, you know, mm -hmm. um, except for last year. I don't know what his numbers are, are finally like this year. I apologize and not knowing that off top, um, but I know. Um, it ain't a top 10 offense. I can assure you that. Right. They weren't. <laughs> I would have to assume that they weren't, and they weren't last year. And obviously last year was, they had so many injuries, you know, it is what it is, but those previous years, they were, they were top 10 offenses, um, nine, 19 and 20, for sure. And I think at 19 and 20 for sure. Um, and so you just gotta, you gotta figure out when to hold him, when to fold him. And I just, I do think that the Ravens have to find a way to move on from him because you, you need some fresher concepts. You need somebody that's going to play your best players at all times um, and not short them because you want to outsmart the other team because most times you outsmart yourself when you do things like that on the defensive side, uh, would I'll, I'll I'll start because I'm, I'm not gonna be I, I'll let you elaborate but I'm sure we'll say the same thing I'm gonna give Mike McDonald a B a solid B um, I think that he had a little shaky start um, but I think that the acquisition of Roquan allowed him to run the defense the way he would he liked to run I do think that he has to find a way to um, not be in positions that he was in, like the Jaguars game, where you're just giving them way too much cushion mm -hmm. and and allowing them to to too many times. Mike McDonald wants the play to be in front of them because he did it in the Bengals game as well. Um, you know, they, so they don't press a ton um, because you, you you want the guys to be in front of you to tackle, not behind you. You chasing after them, and I get. And while I understand the logic, I think you have to trust your players to do their jobs. And so it's very disappointing when you get Calais Campbell on a second down in Jacksonville to get a sack and then third down you have you given them basically 30 yards of the field <laughs> for them for them to, to be in wide open coverage for somebody to come out and get something to shorten that field. So um, I'm going to give him a B um, because I do think he had, after a shaky start, he did have a solid finish. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, I, I think a B is is cool. I, I maybe somebody could convince me to maybe bump it up to a B plus, but I, I can't I can't really complain about a B. Another one, Taylor two halves, even with his play calling. Um, I think he got comfortable as the year went on. And you're right, Roquan Smith uh joining the team gives him a little bit more comfortability to do some of the things he likes to do. Roquan is able to take up two or three jobs and it helped a guy like Patrick Queen who was probably doing a little too much before Roquan got there to take the load off of his plate a little bit I yeah. think helped everybody but even the way that he used Kyle Hamilton this year I, I was impressed um yes I, I think that 
the way that the defense was able to be sustainable, even with Marcus Williams being out as long as he was. A lot of credit's got to go to Geno Stone. I thought Geno played really well in place of Marcus Williams. Um, not necessarily a, at a Pro Bowl level, but he was serviceable um, back there. I, I, I just thought that the defense did a, a really good job of game planning more times than not. I agree with you. Them, like the offense, had a problem with closing out games. Yep. Uh, you brought up the Jacksonville game and, you know, just not being able to play that 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 limbo game of, okay, not letting the guy, not, not letting anything get over our heads, but also still being aggressive enough to where we're keeping some of the pressure on the offensive side of the ball. They, they weren't, if you're going to, if you're going to give that type of cushion, you got to be able to, to, and, and, and if you're going to play that, if you're going to give that type of cushion, and if you're going to play as much zone as the Ravens play, you have to be able to tackle once these guys catch the ball, you cannot allow them, uh, to get these yak opportunities that they allowed the Jaguars to have in on the back end of that game. So that's the one thing that, that concerns me. But when you look at them at the back end of the season and you look at the way the defense played the last two weeks, both games against Cincinnati, um, you got to be pleased. Now, they weren't that defense against the Steelers the week before, but that was, I think, just kind of – that was arguably their worst performance, I thought, in the second half of the season uh, against Pittsburgh just – didn't have that bully mentality. You saw a yeah. defense getting pushed around, allowing the run. You know, it's just a lot of uncharacteristic things happen in that game for them. But overall, I thought I thought Mike McDonald did pretty well. And lastly, uh, head coach, um, I'm gonna give Harbaugh a C. I'm I'm in between a C and a C minus. Um, at the end of the day, I think he's still a very good coach, Cordell. However, I think that his emotional play calling, and by that I mean, um, when they were in situations where they thought that they got a first down, but they, then they got respotted to a fourth down, and he would get upset, and so he would go for it on fourth down, but didn't really have a good game plan for it. Just he just wanted to go for it because you know he was upset about the call, or um, you know. Had the way he handled the, the Lamar situation in terms of like what he would say in updates or um, simply, you know, being the head coach. But when you're asked questions about, you know, why this guy wasn't, why wasn't Gus Edwards running? Why didn't such and such, why didn't they run the ball more? And you keep kind of throwing, you know, subtly throwing Greg Roman under the bus, but you're the head coach. Um, I got a problem with that. And so, you know, look, great for you to find a way to get this team into the playoffs without having Lamar the last five games. That's, that's a great accomplishment, but um, it, it wasn't enough. And you you have to do better. So that's where I'm at. I'm between a C and a C minus. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in that same area to be honest with you. Uh, I I would give Harbs. Man, I'm I'm thinking probably a C minus. Honestly, I, it's, it's tough to really uh, give him anything higher just because a lot of the things that went wrong this year they they fall at his feet. You know, he allowed a lot of this stuff to happen. He allowed a lot of these play calls that Greg Roman was putting out there to happen. And um, some of his personnel decisions, and it just seemed like this year, Harbs just sat back a little too much and allowed, you know, it to be a free-for-all out there. He he allowed uh, he allowed Roman 
to to kind of do what he wanted offensively, never really intercepted any of the calls. Even when you brought up the Gus Edwards thing, it's like, don't get to the press conference Monday talking about your, you, you wish Gus Edwards had gotten more. <laughs> that should have been something that happened during the game. Devin Duvernay, we asked about Devin Duvernay all year. Uh, not being a focal point of the offense, and it, we would get the same type of responses. Just too many times I felt like Harb sat on his hands and allowed the team to kind of run themselves into the ground, so to speak, and he just stood there and he watched it. And then we'll get to the press conference and he'd throw the player or he'd throw Roman under the bus. I, I think a lot of the things he's got to take responsibility for. I do give him credit for getting his guys ready to play each week. They One thing about the Ravens, they're going to show up and they're going to put up a fight. And I think that they embody his personality when it comes yeah. to that. I do think he gets them ready to play. I don't want to take that away from, from him. And I do think that they respect him still. And I, I'm not in the boat of where I think Harbs needs to be fired just yet, but I do think that he's going to be on the hot seat going into next year, and rightfully so. One yep. playoff win since 2014 isn't going to cut it. They have had some really good years, um, and I get that the last two years he he can kind of go to the injury bug as to why things didn't work out the way they did. But I think this year more than last year, you can't really lean on the injuries as much. You could look at the games and say, you had opportunities to win all of these games. You didn't. And, and a lot of the reasons you can go back to coaching being a big reason as to why they didn't win some of these games, whether it's his coaching decisions or it's Roman's coaching decisions. Uh, it doesn't matter. He's the head guy. He's going to take responsibility. He gets a C minus for me. I completely agree. So those are our grades for the coaches as well as the players. Um, we will find out on Thursday about what the press conference is. Cordell and I will talk about what was discussed at the press conference on our Friday version of the Winning Drive podcast. We'll go over what we heard, what we think was BS, what we think was real uh, because it's going to be a lot of BS thrown oh, around. So you got to separate the, the fake from the real. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that on the Friday podcast. So thank you so much everyone for listening. From Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive. <laughs>